Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling a solo tonight. Man. 27 years ago today, I went to the hospital in Gainesville, Shands, to see my very first child. My daughter was born on this day, October 23rd. Man, 26 years ago. Wow. Time has really flown. But hey, let's get right into this sports, baby. It's a whole lot going on. And the University of Miami got us ranked number five in one poll, number six in one poll, number eight in another poll. Boy, these hurricanes are lighting it up. They're undefeated. And we got room to talk a little trash. We just beat Syracuse. Yeah, and Syracuse just beat what is considered, what was the number one team, Clemson. So we talking a little trash. Oh, yeah. The Canes are back and we talking a little trash. Defense looking like something that, Resemble some of that defense in the 90s or maybe late 2000. I can't be putting them in some of those classes yet. This defense got a little ways to go. Hey, we got a call on the line. Kenny Calhoun, a legend of the University of Miami. Kenny Calhoun knocked the pass down over two-point conversion when Nebraska went for two in the 1983 National Championship Orange Bowl game. Miami beat them 31-30 in that game. Kenny Calhoun, what's going on, baby? Hey, Daryl. I'm well, man. Thanks for having me on. Man, it's so good to have you on, man. It's always a pleasure when you come on, man. What you think about this? these Canes? This 2017 Miami Hurricane, undefeated Miami Hurricanes. Hey, I, I quote uh, Terrell Owens. They hate the lovers, baby. <laughs> 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 they hate the lovers. <laughs> Yo, yeah, they do. They yes, the lovers, they do. Boy. boy, they hate the lovers, baby. I'm telling you, man. You know, you. I, I, I went to the game on Saturday. I was down there. So, but the last couple, three weeks, I've watched the games on television. Toledo, uh, Florida State, um, um, Duke. I watched all those games on TV. And you're so right, Kenny. None of the commentators want to pick us, and then they all. They, when you're listening to them commentate on the games, they we're doing everything bad. Why we're doing this, that? Boy, they hate the lovers, boy. They hate the lovers. But I love this Hurricane team here, man. I, I love all Hurricane teams, but I really have a, a soft spot for this team, man. Yeah, I do too, Dara. And you know, you're right about the, the commentators. You know, they they go so far as to hate the uh, turnover chain. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on, man! You hating the turnover chain? Okay, then hate that. But it's but it's good for us. You know what I'm saying? It's what we do. It motivates those kids. They want to get after it. They want to make plays. It's, it's a statement that you know, pretty much only the UM family can understand. So I do get it when we have the commentators and other people, other college team fans. You know, they, they're saying Miami over the top. You know, we're not there yet. Well, true. 
Maybe not because we haven't accomplished anything tangible yet. But I'm so excited to be undefeated this year with Coach Mark Rick and the wonderful things he's doing. He's changing the culture, of course, bringing us back to where we're winning and we, we believe we can win. These, these late fourth quarter uh, scoring victories, man, it builds character. And those, those kids believe that they can win and they believe they belong now. I agree, Kenny. I, and I love these things that um, Mark Rick is bringing to this team, and it's very talented. A lot of depth. Um, you know, it's, it's still some things that I I, I'm, I'm, I want to question Coach Rick on. And when I see when I see this kid um, um, Travis Hummer running down on kickoffs team, man, and he's our starting running back, I, I just have to cringe just a little bit, man. I don't I don't want to see this kid running down on kickoffs, and and I'm not complaining about anything Mark Rick does because that's his decision, and, he, and he's got to live with it. It's in my heart that I feel this that. Um, I don't want to see this kid on, on the kickoff team. I, I, used to, I used to feel the same way when I saw Mark Walton running down on kickoff teams. So um, with that being said, we're undefeated, baby. And, um, hey, this week we, we, uh, we go to North Carolina. You know, some people say North Carolina, they're not a very good team. Uh, I'm not going to say they're not a very good team. I'd love for us to go up there and, and win 42-7. to seven. That, that make me feel real good put three or four quarters together, let third string come in in the fourth quarter. I love that. Yeah, that, that, w- that would be uh, the right recipe for us. But um, me and my mom had a conversation just a couple hours ago, and she asked me who did we play uh, this week. I said, Mom, we play uh, North Carolina away. And she said, how are they? I said, you know, they're, they're okay. They're not, you know, ranked or anything. But I, I told my mom that, Teams get up for the University of Miami, and they play their best. They definitely want to win. That's a signature win for any ball club that beats us. And I said, Mom, they'll, they'll play better than they have been playing against other teams just because they're playing the University of Miami. And that's without question. We're going to get everybody's best. You know, um, you know, I, I tell this story from time to time. This kid, he was Muhammad Ali's son. And he said he grew up in Philadelphia. He said he had to fight every day because he was Muhammad Ali's son. You know what I'm saying? And he said he, he, said he got beat up a lot, but he had to fight every day because everybody wanted to fight him because he was Ali's son. And, hey, man, these kids, everybody know about the 30 for 30 Everybody know about the Miami swag. And a lot of these kids grew up, they know what time it is with, with this Miami team. So you're right. And this team is finally resembling something that we've been waiting for for a long time. So everybody they face is going to try and knock them down. Because we ain't at the top of the mountain, but we're climbing up there. And um, there's some crabs down there going to be pulling at our ankles trying to pull us down. And I ain't calling North Carolina no crab. But I know they're going to give us their very, very best. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always a challenge, you know, the, the next game. You know, uh, you don't want to discount your opponent. Uh, you know, they can very well put together, you know, their very best game of the season. And, and I truly think that each team that we played, all six games that we played this year, those teams, you know, uh, with the exception of, you know, the past game because the quarterback didn't play too, um, 
terribly well. He, he played poor. Uh, but they gave us the best individually as a team, I'm speaking, not as individuals. But the teams played us well. And uh, that being said, this game, you know, we had a lot of drop passes, and the, the, the quarterback was on point. But previous games, the quarterback was kind of off. The timing was off. But I look at this game, I'd, I'd say five or six drops, and I told other Miami fans that th- those are game changers. I mean, that changes the outcome of the game when you drop those passes in those situations. Those game changers. So by them dropping those passes that were on target makes the outcome of the game as it was. But you catch those passes in the game quite possibly could have been that 18-point spread like the bookies had it. Oh, yeah. And, and we had um, quite a few drops. You know, um, Barrios dropped a few passes. Um, um, the kid Richardson, you know, he Amon, had the most receptions, yeah, yeah. but, you know, he dropped a few passes. Um so you know there there were some drop passes, but at the same time, man, we 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 still find ways to to make this thing happen. And I, I'm I'm still wondering why in the world we don't play this kid Langham just a little bit more. You know, he seems to always be in the right place at the right time, catches the ball in his hands all the time. Um, but we we have a lot of good receivers on this team, man. And a lot of get a lot of guys do a lot of different things. They all appear to be blocking very well downfield. Um, they catch the ball pretty good. Um, they're all big. Some are small and fast. So, um, Mark Rick is it's nothing better than competition. You know, I mean, when you walk outside every day and you know you got to look at that depth chart to see where you're at, that's a good thing, man. Yeah, Darrell, you know. And uh, I know, and we are w- well aware of that position competition that you, you're speaking about because one day you're on top, the next day you're not. And uh, yeah. what, hap- when that, what happens when you walk in that locker room, I don't care what. The first thing you do, you pass by that, that bulletin board, you look up and you look at that depth chart, and then that sets your tone for the rest of the practice. This is how you go practice. Because when Before you, the you rest go of the one to two, yeah, man, yeah. you're going to get after somebody. You pissed off. Who? And, you know, and we all know about the mind games that coaches play from time to time. You might you might roll up in there one day, and, and you are too. And, you know, and, and, and let me tell you, you, you'll be working harder than you were the day before when you were one. And you, if you <laughs> ever get your sneak your face back in that one spot again, man, you're going to work hard. I mean, you, you hey, you know what it takes to get there. So... I know, you know, and and when that kind of competition is in your locker room, we had Coach Don Solinger on our on our show last week, and he talked about uh, Willis McGahee, James Jackson, uh, Clinton Portis, um, uh, Frank Boy. Gore, and Edron James. And at one point, he had three of those got those guys on his team at all times. At one point, at all times, he had at least three of those guys on his team. And he said, man, the competition was just fierce every day, you know, because you know you you wanted to play. You knew in some cases you may have thought you were better than that guy in front of you, but that guy in front of you didn't skip a beat, didn't miss an assignment, didn't miss a block. He knew he couldn't miss a block when Clinton Portis was behind him, man. 
You understand what I'm saying? And, and Clinton knew yeah. he couldn't miss a block when when he had um, somebody like Willis McGahee behind him. So you know these guys. It, it, the competition is, is 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 a beautiful thing, and it oh, and it's gonna always make all of us a better team, man. I, I think um, you you're absolutely right about that, Daryl. But each player knows that the the person that's in their position can start. I mean, it's just a very thin line between one starter and, and, and the number two and number three on the depth chart. I felt anybody could step in there and be a starter. That's why I worked as hard as I did to, to be that number one guy. And it was nonstop. It didn't stop. It went on for three years for me to work hard each play. You're right, Kenny. And hey, man, and I see this on this team, and I think that's a beautiful thing. When you see these guys rotate, sometimes three, four, five guys on defense, uh, our offensive line, they really are, are versatile, and they, they rotate guys on the offensive line. We saw when Mark Walton was our number one running back, this kid Homer came in the game and didn't skip a beat. So he, he and then since Mark Walton has been out, Homer has stepped in and has not skipped a beat. You know, you see the the, the versatility at wide receiver. Um, you, this this kid Herndon has has played very. Um, he's so versatile at tight end. He's a fullback. He's a tight end. We stretch him out wide at wide receiver. So, I, I agree with you, man. Um, the competition is great, but the athletes are really stepping the game up too. Yeah, I don't want to. Um be dismissed the uh, offensive line because they played extremely well this week, man. They gave the kid time to throw the ball, man. Uh, you know, from earlier games where he really didn't have the time to throw the ball, the offensive line, it seems to me that they're gelling together, giving him more time to throw. So I just want to put it out there that I noticed that the offensive line has gotten much better since the previous games, and I, I think they played just exceptional this, this past game. Hey, man, 26 of 43, 344 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Hey, those are some good numbers for, um, for Malik Rozier. And, um, hey, and, and he's gotten better. Every game he appears to be a little more comfortable, and he's getting the job done. Um, nothing more we could ask than that. Now he's he's stepped up, man. He's he's been solid, and you know, pretty much with all our quarterbacks, we got some exceptions. You know, I I say Vinny, it, it was you know maybe the best athlete at quarterback. No, you got Kenny Kelly, but as far as a prototypical typical quarterback, six five, two twenty, and can run a four seven and strong. Uh, our quarterbacks are, are executioners. They need to execute the offense and let those. Big-time players make those big-time plays and big-time games. That's a quote from, you know, Santana. So I want to give credit, due. But uh, we just need those quarterbacks to execute the offense, let those studs get the ball and do what they do best. Exactly, Kenny. And um, and, and this, this kid, Malik Rogier, um, he is the leader of this, of this uh, offense. Um, these kids pay attention to him. 
He hasn't made a lot of mistakes this year. And he's brought, he's brought a versatility to our offense that we have not had in a long time. And we we still wouldn't have had it if, if Brad Kaya was here. He just Brad Kaya just could not run out of the pocket. This kid is a runner. Um, I'm not saying he's a, a, a Michael Vick, but he's a, he's athletic when he gets the ball. And he covers ground. He, he gets first down. He knows where the markers are. Hey, not much more we could ask for in this in this offense than what he's given us in the running attack, and I uh, I love it. I, I I can sum it up in one, one adjective. He's a tough. He's tough. He is. Yeah, he is tough. tough. Yep, very yeah. very tough. So, hey Casey, man, we really That's appreciate right. you calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every month every Monday night from eight to nine, Sports Info. All right, man. You know I will. I hate I missed it last week, man. I wanted to make sure I talked to Coach, but, man, you know, I, I didn't. So I'll, I'll be plugging in. Hey, don't forget us, man. We're here every Monday night. And, um, what you, LMA, before we let you go now, before we let you go, we got to give you a, a little touch of um, of what's happening in the NFL. I know you don't follow that like you follow the Hurricanes. But what's going on down there in Tampa? That's not too far from you now. Well, you know the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they waved me in 85, so I, I don't really too much care what's going on with them down there. I'm a Dolphin, but uh, pretty much the same the, the same, same thing, man. Uh, consistency, continuity, doing the, the right things over and over again. You know, you had this kid fumble when they had this last drive in the fourth quarter to possibly kick a field goal to go ahead. Man, I, I've seen it too often, and um, I don't, you know, I don't feel bad. I, you know, I, I would like for, I, I root for the, the Florida teams, don't get me wrong. I'm not a hater like that, but, you know, it's just those inconsistencies. It, before that, it was the field goal kicker mi- missing field goals, you know, so it's just those things like that that are haunt you every time. You're right. Little things like that will haunt you, and you just can't make mistakes like that when you're when you're a professional team. Yeah, they will. Hey, KC man, we really appreciate you calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on the Voice America. Hey, Dio, appreciate the opportunity, man. Thank you, man, for showing me love, man. You be blessed, all right? Always, man. Much love, much love, my brother. You got it. Hey, we'll be back in a couple of seconds. Well, a couple of minutes. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll get back. We got Vince on the line. You know Vince from Fort Lickerdale. We'll be back right after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. 
If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're talking Western Ambush this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking a closer look at all the amazing big game hunting opportunities found in the Western states. Joining us is Jason Matzinger, host of Into High Country, Jill Gector from Cinch Jeans, Dean Capuano of Sawarski Optic Quest, and Freddie Hartice of Hollywood Hunter. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info. Hey, we got, um, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's going on? All right, Mr. I'm right yourself. Hey, loving this life I got, man, every second of it. What's happening down there for a lot of them? Everything going good, just trying to wait on this um, Notre Dame game. That's what the boys waiting on. Oh, everybody, no. Come on now, Vince. We can't get ahead of ourselves now. We play North Carolina this week. You're talking about University of Miami waiting on Notre Dame, right? We can't, yeah, we can't get ahead true. of ourselves now. You know, Miami plays... Hey, um, the Miami Hurricanes play North Carolina this week. This Saturday, we play North Carolina. We, you know, don't, 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 don't get ahead of yourself, Vince. I, I, I understand that you. Hey, we can feel it down here, Darren. What thing about it? We know how the Hurricanes play in Fort Lauderdale, Miami. We know that when they practice normal, when they're not. But anyway, we appreciate them playing with a lot of heart this year. They when the Miami played last game in that some of the last national championship team, them guys played with a lot of wizard and swag in in, in in the last couple of coaches and teams they really have they never had no swag and Mark Rick no brought the swag back to the team. Then I think when one of them do something good and then they wear a little chain around their neck, let them know they approve with and it's fun for the team and it's bad to win when you know you got did something good. I think that that, that helped build the momentum on the trail. Because when one of the guys wears this, wear the trophy around the neck, then the other one say, I want to do something I want to win too. So that make them push the win. So that make the defense go out stronger. 
You know, I agree with you. You know, we had Kenny Calhoun earlier, and he was talking about this, the um, the turnover chain. You know, a lot of people around yeah. uh, around America, they say they don't like it, but it's a real motivating tool for for our team, and I it's think it's, I think it's going to be a... For you to At first, when I first saw it, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't understand it. But then after I realized, after I saw what it was doing by making it, it was a turnover chain, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I started. Yeah. I started. I started to get it, and I got it. You, you know, know uh, Vince, you're you're from um, you're from Fort Lauderdale, and uh, I just I just caught uh-huh. the story earlier. Uh, it came up about five hours ago, and this is the story: a Miami Hurricane tight end Michael Irvin Jr. Miami Hurricane tight end Michael Irvin Jr. has been suspended indefinitely. Coach Mark Rick said in a media teleconference Sunday night, Irvin, the son of former Hurricane star receiver, Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer, Micah Irvin, just hasn't done what he's supposed to do off the field. And until he does, we won't let him play, Mark uh, Rick said. Wow. Now, that's a statement. I ain't heard that yet. Now, now I'm telling you, you just heard it. Breaking news from Sports Info on VoiceAmerica.com. Michael Irvin well, Jr. suspended definitely. And Mark Rick said, I'll read it to you right here. He said, Michael Irvin just hasn't done what he's supposed to do off the field. And until he does, we won't let him play. Yeah. Irvin was on the sideline for I, Miami's own win against Syracuse on Saturday. Previously, he had been suspended for the Russell Athletic Bowl at the end of last season because of an unspecified violation of team rules. Now, you know, um, it's you know, I, and and I'm not going to speculate on this because I don't know what it is, but um, uh, I, it's it's sometimes I'm difficult. It's sometimes difficult, think, man, when your parents are, are super rich. No, you know I what I'm saying? I don't, don't want you to speculate either, Vince, because we can't speculate. I no, I didn't speculate that. The way you just read it to me, I'm going to tell you the way I feel about it. He, he's not doing something in the classroom, or he's doing something, or uh, he ain't with a bad crowd or whatever, whatever. And Mike told Rick. Don't let him play, because you know Mike, his daddy, Mike ain't going to play with him. Uh, one thing I tell you and everybody else on the radio, Mike surely ain't playing with him. So well, for the rest of the year, he won't learn how to play football, let him stay home. He's well, not going to become a man. That, that, that doesn't that mean, that doesn't mean uh, that he's going to play for the rest of the season. Mike ain't going to play for a child if a child ain't doing the right thing. And one thing I do know, he might hurry and just blood it. I agree. Hey, Vince. I feel. 
Hey Vince, and I bet man, you, we got Mike we got to get out of here. Mike. We got some more callers calling in, but Vince, don't be a stranger, man. And uh, and thanks for helping us break this news about Michael Irvin Jr. being suspended indefinitely. Hey Vince, give us a call Mike. next week, man. We'll be here every Monday night on the Sports Info VoiceAmerica dot com. Thanks for calling. Let's talk. Hey. The next time I I see Mike, I'm gonna make sure I get him on this show. Please do. We, we'd love to have Michael Irvin on the show. I didn't see him at a game on Saturday, but I, I look forward to having him on the show. Don't be a stranger, Vince. Give us a call next Monday. I'll send the call pack. I'll tell you. 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 You got it. I'll let you later, Vince. Peace. Hey, but um, another story out um, from, from the University of Miami. Uh, quarterback Vinny Testaverde. Um, um, has decided to transfer from the Miami Hurricanes, Coach Mark Ricks announced Thursday. Uh, he said Vin- Vincent approached him this morning and indicated that he ha- he thought he would have more opportunities playing at another program. Uh, Vinny is a former classmate and a good friend of mine, and I really, you know, I I love Vinny, and I I was. Happy to see his son at the, on the pro, in the program because they had the opportunity to see him a little bit more. Hey, we got Tobit on the line. Tobit, what's going on? What's up, Ali? Man, these Hurricanes undefeated. We had Kenny Calhoun on the show earlier. Kenny made it clear that the Hurricanes will be getting everyone's best shot. And I would agree with him. You know, don't take North Carolina slight. Don't take Syracuse light. We can't take nobody light because everybody's going to give us our best, man. What's happening? Yeah, you know what? We Miami. Just like them officials with some of them horrible calls, but we Miami, so we got to play through that. That's how it was when we played. So we welcome the challenge of everybody coming with their A game because we're going to be on all. Exactly. We know we have to and be you on know what I, I see early in this team? Remember the first national championship team, it wasn't a no so-called superstar on that team when that season started. You remember that? It was not one. It was uh, not one. It wasn't one. You know, okay. I was just thinking this the other day, who so, backed up Eddie Brown and so Stanley Shakespeare? The team is so similar that it's eerie. No superstar when the, team, when the season started. Our first-year starter had quarterback. And it was middle of Florida smash since the first game. Yeah. And uh, nobody had no idea at the beginning of that season Miami was going to be national champ. I think this thing can do something special. We got to get a couple balls, bounce the right way now, and keep everybody healthy the rest of the way. And we're going we gonna to do some things, I believe. I, I, I really say? feel you're right, Tobert. I really do, man. I see this team doing some things and going some places, man. I mean, and you're so right. These guys, nobody's really a standout on this team. We got a lot of good athletes on defensive line. These linebackers are something real special. The secondary has made some progress every week. And um, and, and this offensive line, we talked about them earlier in the show. They have really played together as a unit. Nobody stands out. The freshman is the person that stands out the most, and he's really a, a humble guy. Doesn't really say a whole lot. He just goes out there and does his job. And he hasn't played. I think the last didn't play this game. The kid played it behind him, stepped in, and didn't skip a beat. These guys pull 
Like, I've never seen big guys like this pull and turn corners like they turn corners at Miami. Um, I'm proud of them, man. I'm impressed. I really am impressed. I'm impressed with this team. Listen, you know, you, know, you play with Ma Rick, and they yeah. say the team takes on the personality of their coach. You know he's a fighter. He just had bad times. He had a Hall of Fame in front of him. Exactly. So yep. we don't know how good a quarterback he would have been. But we know he's a fighter, and he don't take no mess. And that team plays that same fashion. So I'm glad he's here. I'm sick of the people who they want him to be perfect. They want the team to be perfect. But we had Al Golden, for whatever reason, they always want to give him a pass. But they yeah, they did. super duper hard on my rig. I don't understand. You can't <laughs> explain that one to me. I can't explain that to you, Toa. We looked at we looked at our defensive line catch blocks for a couple of years, man, uh, under Al Golden. And we're looking at a team that's really attacking. I mean, offensively and defensive. This team is attacking. They moving. They they motioning. It's, it's, it's just a lot going on. And um, and I don't think we've seen half of what this offense is capable of doing. So I, I, I agree with you. Mark Rick has not caught nearly the slack that uh, Coach Golden caught. And, uh, and Mark has only been here for two years. And last year, he won, won a bowl game of something we hadn't done in, in about six years. Yeah, so that's why I don't understand these people. And, I, and we watch, we really actually watch Manny Diaz going to probably one of the top defense coordinators in the nation. And he grew up that Georgia Tech game. Because remember, Georgia Tech was handing us our ass that first yeah. half. He went yeah. there, made his adjustment. We came out and shut them. Came back out and shut them down. So we got and and every championship team we had. I'm not saying this the year, but we all all five of those titles. Each coach staff was a full coaching staff that every coach understood the game that can coach. I see the same thing with this staff. I see those kids competing in practice. I saw about practice there now and then. That's why I know this team can be special. That's what I, I noticed. Every King. one of those five title teams played with two of them and watched the other three. All the teams competed and they had great coaching on those staff, and we had that again. I I, I concur with what you're saying totally, totally. And um, you know, and when we when you look at this team, Tobit, I mean, they have some some things going on on this team that that we may not have had. They have a little more talent at, at wide receiver. I don't know when we've had this much talent at wide receiver. They probably have a few more true freshmen playing than you've seen play in the past at Miami. I mean, our running game, I'm a little concerned right now with uh, with with um, with, with um, just, just Travis Homer back there. But at the same time, you know how, how I felt about his backup. I've been waiting to see him show, do his thing for, for a good minute now. Yeah, I'm just, man, I'm thoroughly impressed. I'm happy. I'm excited. And nobody knows the destination of the team. And we just have to take it one game at a time, which I think Coach has them all focused. And those kids are having fun. And as far as the people who don't like the turnover chain, what do they like about Miami? Nothing. 
So Nothing. they're always going to try to find something to say about Miami. Them kids having fun, coaching out them to have fun. They love each other. When they move around, like when we play, Ollie, it'd be a big group for them. So, you know, that showed us that family atmosphere. Exactly. Family is back down there in Carl Davis, huh? If, without question. Yeah. Without so, question. You know, people want to be something but mine and family for real. They go back to the guys that played way before us, Ollie. And they love and embrace us. We embrace them. No matter what area you play, we are family for real. We're for not real. pretending. We're not pretending. We family. We family for real. You understand what I'm saying? You know, uh, I was just telling. Matter of fact, this is how close we are as family. I got a young girl from my church. Just got her a law degree. Just passed the bar. She's in Palm Beach. I told Rod Carter, I said, Rod, I gave, I gave this young lady your information because she down there, and if she needs something real quick or needs somebody real quick, you the only person I know right now in Palm Beach I had a number, and I want to make sure that if she needed something, she can call you. She say, hey, Rod told me, hey, we family, baby, and that's just how it is. I expect that. I just talked to him about the same thing on Saturday, uh, Toby, because we are family. And this kid at running back, I'm talking about Travis Homer's backup is um is um Tyron Gray. So, Polly, that kid seems to be special. And look like know he's it. better every week. Look like he's getting better every week. And you and you know I've been waiting to see this kid play, man, for, for a couple years now. And I've been asking you about him. And then he looked good when I've when I've seen him in the spring. Um, he looked good when I when I um, saw him touch the field a couple of weeks ago. Had a nice run, so I'm expecting something from him. Yeah, listen, we we are solid at every position. We just have to, like I said, we have to get some balls bounce the right way. The good Lord to keep His hand on us, and we're gonna make some noise. I I agree with you wholeheartedly, Toby. I showed you. Hey. Don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night talking about the hurricanes, and guess what? We still undefeated. Ranked five, eight, six, somewhere up there. We up there and still undefeated. Go pain. Go Kays. I appreciate it, Toby. Don't be a stranger, man. We here every Monday night. Hey man, they can say what they want to say, but hey, as long as we undefeated, we have to get more and more respect. And the more people fall, somebody has to be put in their place. And who else is a better choice than the Miami Hurricane? Who could be a better choice than the Miami Hurricane? The swagger is back, and we're running with it. We're running with it. Hey, guys, we're going to be right back after these messages. We'll be right back with more sports information. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info. Hey, um, we got Anthony on, on the line. What's going on, Amp? Not much, man. What's happening, man? All the Her- you, the man. Miami Hurricanes are undefeated, ranked number five in some poll, number eight in the AP poll, number six in another college coaches poll. So, hey, we rising to the top, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great to see them boys come back, man. It's great to see them back, man. It, it really is, Anthony. I mean, man, and to see so much talent on this team, man. I mean, this kid, I was just thinking about the receivers on this team. This kid, Lawrence Cager, who's another 6'5", 200-pound uh, wide receiver that's been injured a little bit. He played quite a bit early in the season and had some really good catches, number 18. Uh, man, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm – yeah. So, you know, we got, we got a lot of talent on this team, and I think we haven't really seen – seen them open the offense up yet. I think we've seen the defense getting a little bit better and a little bit better, but I think we really haven't seen them open this offense up like it could be eventually. Right, right. They should. They, they ought to be able to open it up a little better than what they're doing. Uh, I think Rozier need to be a little bit more patient and everything because he don't need to try to come and do his thing in the third and the fourth quarter, start out right, and we'll be okay. Um, and that running back we got, man, he, he kind of shocked me, man. Homer, he, he really he really shocked me, man, because I didn't know he can, you know, do the things that he do and everything. So even though we don't have a Mark Walton in there right now, but he's, he's, he's carrying the load, and I think he's doing pretty good at this particular time. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's a player, man. Um uh, one of my former teammates was telling me before Mark Walton got hurt, he said he really likes Homer because he hit the hole so quick, man. He He's at the second and third level before you know it. And uh, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I tell you, that kid, when he turns the ball upfield, he hits that hole so quick. 
and he runs so smooth, man. I mean, he doesn't like contact, but when he when he does um, come into contact, he's usually the person that's that's delivering a blow. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's he's delivering the blow, and the thing I'm I'm, I'm getting to look at it as well. We're undefeated. And down south, we I think we need to get a little bit more support, or not a little bit more support, a lot of support. I'll be looking in the stands on Saturday, and I'll be like, hey, man, the stands ain't full now. I was saying, is they still think we uh, still got Golden on the team as a head coach? <laughs> man, I'm going to tell you, hey. um, you know, compared, the crowd compared to what it was when, when Al Golden was there, it's a lot more people. But oh, yeah. Anthony, oh, I yeah. mean, it's it's unbelievable to me how much people in South Florida love toddler football. They love oh, yeah. that Pop Warner and middle school and that little league football so much. I mean, it, it, we we really can never have a game at UM at twelve o'clock because that's when all of those kids play now when you start seeing some of these eight o'clock games night games you'll you'll see more fans but it's been that way for a long time it's just so much to do in south florida that people choose to do things that don't cost them nothing than to come out and go tailgating and do that whole thing but the more we win the more we'll see the fans show up and uh, that, oh, yeah. I think that's just that's just a matter of winning, you know. Um, winning cures everything, and it'll definitely cure help with our attendance as well. Yeah, but yeah. Um, where do you see this team at, man? Do you see this team actually playing playing in the in the college um, college bowl series, playing for the championship, getting in the college playoffs this year? Do you see them actually going undefeated this season? Hey, man, I see two teams if we get by them. I could see us going to the playoff. And pretty much, man, we got a chance on winning it. With the uh, core that we have, man, on defense as well as offense, I think we have a pretty good chance of going into the playoff and taking somebody head off and be representing the nat- you know, for the national title at the end of the year. Hey, man, I totally agree with you Anthony and I really think we have a chance man I mean if we can get in that in that college uh, football championship series hey uh, hey we, we got one round in us you know we if we get there undefeated we got one round in us and then all oh, you got to yeah. do is win one round and get to the championship hey Amp, we got some callers on the line man don't be a stranger we're here every Monday night man we appreciate it no problem man appreciate you baby all about no. you baby all about the you go Canes. Hey Red, what's go going back. on? What's happening, Red? Oh hey. Hey Red, um uh I, I saw Jameis Swinson yesterday. He looked pretty good. Uh yeah. Yeah, we need DBs real bad, man. I think we only need to draft nothing but secondary, man, when this draft come up. I'm hey, not afraid but, for my buccaneers, I'm serious. Let me ask you a question. Um do you think Lovey Smith would have had a better team with this group? Just out of curiosity. I don't think Lovey Smith offense would have moved like this, man. You know? Uh-huh. I believe you're right. I believe you're right. Um, but I, I can't answer that. I mean, we, 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 I know it's injuries and stuff, man, but 
That's a lot going on, man. We give up too many big plays in the secondary. Too many big plays, man. I mean, too really. Many. Too many. Too many big plays. And, um... I and, like Brandon Hargraves, but, man, he's five foot what, man? He ain't no taller than me, man. I mean... Him and Brent Grimes. Brent Grimes is the better of the two, man, and he even giving up big plays, you know? Yeah. It's frustrating, man. I mean, they could not get up... They could not get off the field on third down, excuse me. Third and 14, third and 12, third and nine at the end of the game. Then at the third string running back coming in and get third and nine. I don't even know what to say to that. I don't even know what to say to that. Love I, say before, had a better defense. I, can't I can't even call the dude name. Third string running back. They let him convert third and nine at the end of the game and let him kick a damn field goal. I mean, hey. You hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, though, we really can't sleep on the Bills, though. You, you can't sleep on the Bills, man. No. Really. Can't sleep on I mean, nobody, man. That's, no, you can't. Not in this right league. You can't sleep on nobody, man. Really. You, you just can't sleep on, on You can't sleep on nobody, man. And look yep. here. It brings me full circles to your Miami Hurricanes. Don't blink, but they're number six in the nation, bro. They're number six in the country. That's what I'm saying. And these and we, boys they playing this week, these boys they playing this week is one and seven. Can, they can't sleep they, on North they Carolina, owe them, man. They owe them. I don't give a damn what their record is, man. They owe these people for some, really some years. Of, some uh, years, man. I mean, North Carolina's yeah. probably beat us three out of the last four years. That's what I'm talking about. They owe yeah. these people. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't care what their record is. They need to yeah. a hole in them. They need to start out fast. And like Jimmy Johnson said, when you get them down, Pour it on. You know, don't lighten up, tighten up. Don't loosen up, yeah, juice up. Yeah, you, know? you can't lighten up, man. You got to step yeah, on their neck. You got to step yeah. on their neck. God, I mean, I mean, and, and squeeze it tight with your foot, with a crowbar, whatever it takes, man. We got to knock these yeah, guys man. out the box. What's his name? Trubisky beat them. Like, Tri- Mitchell Trubisky beat them last year, man. Had me so mad. It was, it was, I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, they yeah, yes. and they on the road, and they on the road. That's another thing, man. Yep. They can't hey, man, man. Either, we got some calls trying to get in, man. Don't be a stranger, man. Call us. We're here every Monday night. You know I won't, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, Matt, we got Rod- Rodney. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, well, Oliver. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, man, loving this life I got. And the Miami Hurricanes are undefeated. Undefeated, oh, man. Baby. Uh, great show, great show. I was listening hey. to the show, and uh, I, I agree with you. They're having a, a, a fantastic year. The first half of this season been great. You, you know what I wanted to ask? Hey, hold on, Hold on a second. Back up further. Let me, let me properly introduce you. This is Rodney Bellinger, and if my memory serves me correctly, third-round pick from the Buffalo Bills in 1983, University of Miami, uh, three or four-year letterman from Coconut Grove, just was in, entered into the Coconut Grove Hall of Fame. Rodney Bellinger is on our show, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening, Rod? I wish I had one of them buttons I could push in and just start clapping. You know what I mean? Give a big round of applause. What's going on, Rodney? <laughs> that sounds like a nice little bitch. That's like the Arab one, too. Hey, man, I'm just happy to, I'm just happy to be, be on your show tonight, man. 
Hey, man, Rod, I'm happy you're here, man, and, and, and I'm so happy that you're a friend of mine, and we can share this together, this joy that we're feeling, um, these Miami Hurricanes undefeated. Um, they call them the Cardiac Canes. I don't care what they call them. As long as we keep winning um, and, and put a smile on my face and making me happy, I, I'm really enjoying this season. I'm enjoying to see Mark Rick with the, with the success that he's having. Um, so it's been, it's been all around good football season, man. You know, um, I live in Augusta, Georgia, and uh, up in, up in this part of Georgia, they like the the Bulldogs. And when Mark was at uh, coaching at Georgia that last year, they fired him. I was, and this may sound this may sound funny. This may sound don't sound appropriate, but I was hoping in a prayer that they go ahead and fire. And get their guy Kirby Smart so we can get our guy Mark Rick. And when exactly. it happened, I was jumping for joy while 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 everybody was just you know up here was like a sigh of relief of getting a new coach now. But they knew they had let go a good coach. Oh yeah, and but, and every Georgia yeah. fan I talked to, they have nothing but love for Mark Rick. I mean, nothing but love for him, man. So well, we finally got a guy that had a great resume, and his resume just wasn't great. He had 15 years of being a head coach at one team, right? And, and, and we needed somebody with some stability, and that he brought stability to the program. And the great part about it, he happened to be my former teammate. Mine too. <laughs> so, so I'm even more proud to be for for him to be the head coach and to be a hurricane, and he's doing a great job down there, and and I love it. Man, I, I love it too, Rod. He's doing he's doing a super job. And you and, and uh, you know what, Daryl, you said something about them being the cardiac kids. I remember uh, my last year we won the national championship. It took a couple of miracle games for us. Yes. Be champions. So yes. you don't always win them pretty and by a lot of points. You just got to get the win. You're right. That Florida State game that year, we won by a field goal. Uh, three points late in the game, we kicked the field goal. And um, I'll never forget that East Carolina game in the Orange Bowl. Two wide receivers wide open. And it's on the, in the, in the newspaper on Sunday. These guys run right into each other to catch a a, a wide open pass. Neither one of them caught it, and we went on to win that game. And that was late in the game, maybe like with like less than a minute. So hey, we've we had those kind of games in the season that we won our first national championship, Rod. So hey, um, these are the, the just keep winning. That's the remedy. That's the remedy to everything. Well, when you winning like they're doing now, and they they're ranked in the top ten, they're high now. And what it does for that team, those kids, they'll run through a brick wall for him now. You know, practices, everybody's going to be glad to get to practice. They can't wait to get to practice. Having it, fun. That's how great it is over there now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without and, question. Know, it, nobody's dragging around right now. Everybody's intense. The intensity's high. The effort's high. I mean, <laughs> that all adds up to winning. 
Nobody has to get you all fired up for practice now. You're right, Rob. Boy, we running out of that gate now. We running all the way to the end of the field, baby. Let's catch up. Practice is going to be all game speed now. <laughs> all game speed, boy. I'm telling you. And don't be lagging and slacking. Somebody's going to be telling you, hey, man, pick it up, man. Pick it up. We undefeated. We ain't got time to be slacking. Man, it's so that's how it is around there right now, Rod. And I, I know it's a good feeling. I know that feeling. Um, I just hope we can hold on and maintain. Hey, Rod, we got to get out of here. We got one more caller trying to get in here. Don't be a stranger, Rod. We're here every Monday night. Appreciate you, Dow. Hey, we appreciate you, baby. Don't ever be a stranger. Call us anytime. Guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information. And we're all rooting for these hurricanes to, to do their thing and um, come back next Monday night, and they're still undefeated. That'd be really good. So uh, we're pulling for them and praying for them, and everything's going to be all right. Hey, Cam Newton, it's not all your fault, Cam, when when when, uh, when the Panthers lose. Just think, Cleveland Browns haven't won a game yet. And guess what? Hey, y'all still – you still got a chance. Cam Newton, you need to hang in there, brother. And um, before we go um, – a long-time listener to our show, um, we lost him um, last Friday, last, um, I think it was Monday, former University of Miami student, um, Steve Mars, and a Q-Dog um, at the University of Miami. Steve was from Jacksonville, Florida. He leaves behind with his wife and um, two children. Uh, we're going to miss you, Steve, but... Um, Regina, hang in there. Be strong. I'll be back next week with more sports information. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.